Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. En Marshalls, nuestros encargados de compras ya están consiguiendo las mejores ofertas en todo lo que necesitas para tus resoluciones de año nuevo. Tal vez sean unos leggings deportivos. O mats y blocks para hacer yoga. Oh. O tal vez un kit de aromaterapia para relajarte. Huele a paz. Con precios increíbles en las mejores marcas, Marshalls te ayuda a cumplir todas tus resoluciones. Más marcas, más calidad, más de lo bueno. Marshalls, llévate lo bueno. Travel is back. I'm Johnny Mac. Every week I tell you about a place I've been and what I like to do when I'm there. This week, a city, every now and then there's a city that I hit that I'm like, can I just move here? Melbourne, Australia is one of those. I'll eventually get to the Australia episodes. I'm waiting on those until you can actually go to Australia. But one place you can get to and a place I seriously looked into moving to because it's so beautiful. Vancouver. It is gorgeous. The terrain reminds me of San Francisco, but if you built San Francisco a hundred years later. Like, it's got a 21st century vibe rather than a early 1900s vibe. I love San Francisco. Great city. I'm going to cover that eventually. But Vancouver is beautiful. And here's what we're going to do. We are going to rent a bike and we are going to hang out in Stanley Park. TripAdvisor did a survey. Vancouver's Stanley Park beat out New York's Central Park the Luxembourg Gardens in Paris, and Chicago's Millennium Park as the world's best park. Now, I haven't been to the one in Paris, and I was in Paris. Why didn't I go there? Hmm. But Chicago Millennium Park is great. Central Park is great. But Stanley Park in Vancouver blows them away. Why is it so great? You can cycle all the way around in a forest. You can visit ancient Aboriginal village sites. You can get a tan at the beach. There's a rose garden. And there's an aquarium. Do I not mention aquariums in every episode? So right by the edge of the park, you'll find a bunch of places that will rent you a bicycle. I really, when I came back, I had a man crush on this bike shop for probably a few years. I wanted to buy the thing, but I'm an American, not a Canadian citizen. Not so easy to do. I just wanted to buy this bike shop, move to Vancouver, hang out in the bike shop, have some teenagers rent bikes while I'm the adult supervision, just kind of hanging around. That's how nice Vancouver is. Stanley Park is at the north end of Vancouver by the West End District. It covers almost as much land as the downtown area. It's surrounded by a nine-kilometer seawall. Allow yourself an hour to bike around the Stanley Park seawall, two-plus hours to walk, or longer if you take one of the detours and you're going to want to. From the seawall, you'll be treated to endless epic views of the harbor and the city from every angle. Yeah, as you're walking around, you look back to 
all the new construction. Again, very, very modern looking city. And you're looking across the harbor there. It is gorgeous. Don't miss the brightly colored totem pole collection in Brockton Point. That's the eastern point of Stanley Park. On warmer days, hang out at one of the beaches. Here are the names of the beaches. First Beach, Second Beach, and can you guess what the third beach is called? That's right, Third Beach. Are you hungry? There's a tea house in Stanley Park if you want a fancy meal. Or there's a bunch of concession stands and stuff. Again, you're not that far away from the city. Well, you could be two-hour walk, depending how far you go. It's also a great place to run. Before I kind of destroyed my knees, I went out for a couple morning runs along the seawall there. Oh, it was so great. I love Stanley Park so much, and I love Vancouver so much. Up in Stanley Park, you'll find Vancouver Aquarium. It's a self-supporting nonprofit society dedicated to the conservation of aquatic life. It's the largest aquarium in Canada. Now, I'm thinking about the rankings of aquariums I've been to. I want to say Baltimore Harbor is number one and Vancouver is number two. Boston is number three and definitely number three. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Boston Aquarium is awesome. Go back and listen to the Travelers Back episode about Boston. Now that I'm dusting off the memories, maybe Vancouver is better than Baltimore. And they're both just tremendous. I had a great time at the Vancouver Aquarium. I remember spending a lot of time with the seals or sea lions. I don't know what they were. Sorry, sea lion seals, guys. But you guys were cool, and I have a lot of pictures of you. I remember the tanks were, like, really big. You can walk around and just, like, you know, just big, giant vistas and lots of places to see. All sorts of marine life. The Vancouver Aquarium, you definitely want to spend time there. So when we leave Stanley Park, we're over by Vancouver Harbor. You know the drill. Walk or bike along the harbor with its modern high-rises. Continue down the waterfront to the iconic Canada Place building. I remember that place, yeah. Once you've had enough of the waterfront views, wander through downtown Vancouver. You might want to check out Vancouver Chinatown, which features the Jack Chow Building, said to be the narrowest building in the world, six feet wide. And there's a tiny second-floor mezzanine in the building if you want to check that out. I have not been to this, but a lot of people seem to like the Dr. Sun Yat Sen Garden, which is a traditional Chinese-style garden. In the evening, head over to Vancouver's oldest neighborhood. It's called Gastown. You're going to hang out on Water Street. It's lined with old buildings, strings of lights. At one end, the steam clock. The other end, the Gassy Jack statue. Trendy bars, restaurants. Tacofino Taco Bar for cheap tacos and margaritas. Six acres if you want pub-style tapas. And how about Granville Island? The description I saw here I like a lot. One of those places that seems purposely built for tourists, hi, but is equally popular with locals. The highlight is the Granville Island Public Market, which houses food stalls, craft shops, fresh produce. Grab some lunch there, walk around the stalls, check out Granville Island Brewing or the Liberty Distillery. Now, there's different ways you can get there. The way you should go is there's an aquabus boat. It's like a little ferry that takes a couple minutes across the water. I did this with my son, and we had a ball. Granville Island itself is free. Public transport to the island costs a few bucks. Definitely do that. Let's take a break. and we come back, we're going to do some nature stuff. If you listen every week, you know I love to be outside. Let's make our way to the Capilano Suspension Bridge, a 137-meter-long suspension bridge. It always kind of sways a little. It's 70 meters above the river. It's tucked inside a dense forest filled with towering trees. It overlooks a river with a mountain backdrop. I like this description here. It's a pretty regular old view in Canada. Yeah, I did the Vancouver and Alaska trip. I'll tell you about Alaska at some point. And boy, looking out at forests and mountains never gets old. I mean, never gets old. 
Other than the Capilano Suspension Bridge itself here in Capilano Suspension Bridge Park, there are other short trails and boardwalks winding their way through the forest, totaling around two kilometers. Take the Treetops Adventure Walk through the top of trees. Yeah, pretty cool for a bird's eye view of the forest. Wander along the Nature's Edge Boardwalk through the forest and walk around the Cliff Walk that juts out from the side of the cliff with sweeping views. You'll find the Capilano Suspension Bridge in North Vancouver. It's about 20 minutes from downtown Vancouver. There's a free shuttle bus from downtown. Another place you might want to check out is Grouse Mountain. Some of the most spectacular views over Vancouver. In the summer, hike the trails, visit the resident bear, and watch the bird show. In winter, go skiing, snowboarding, ice skating, or snowshoeing. If you don't want a snowshoe, you can put on some ice cleats and go for a walk on the snowshoe trail. Sounds like a great time. I was not there in the winter. I was there in the summer. Now, if you want to go up to the top of Grouse Mountain, the Skyride Gondola costs around 60 bucks. Now, if you don't want to spend 60 bucks, you can hike up. The trail up Grouse Mountain is affectionately known as the Grouse Grind, which is a 2.9 kilometer ascent, 853 meters of elevation and 2,830 steps. Maybe spend the 60 bucks, you know? How about the Sea to Sky Highway? Rated as one of the most beautiful drives in the world, the Sea to Sky Carter takes visitors on an hour and a half long journey from the heart of downtown to the world-class ski town of Whistler, waterfalls, jaw-dropping vistas, a cultural center, a suspension bridge along the way. You'll want to pack a lunch and gas and a camera. That's the Sea to Sky Highway. Let's head back into the city. Queen Elizabeth Park, if you're staying downtown, you get some of the best views in the city from Queen Elizabeth Park. Then you can head east make your way down Main Street through South Main and the Mount Pleasant neighborhoods. Main Street is filled with hipster cafes, bars, and shops, and is a good place to stop for coffee. Once you reach East Broadway, turn left, wander for a few blocks, and then head down to the waterfront suburb of Fairview. Fairview is a harborfront suburb with 1970s-era low-rise apartments and great views. A lot of walkers running, cyclists, and cute dogs you'll find there. If you want to kayak, and I almost always do, I think I'm going kayaking tomorrow, which is yesterday to you. I recorded this on Saturday. Not in Vancouver, home in New Jersey. But Falls Creek in Vancouver has very calm waters and offers some incredible views of Vancouver City, including the stadium. You might see some seals, which makes me think I saw some seals at the aquarium and not sea lions. And then make yourself over to the west end around sunset so you can see sunset. Wander down Denman Street. Find a good spot. Sit down. Find a bench that overlooks English Bay. And watch as Mother Nature puts a wrap on our day. If I had one day in Vancouver... Here's what I'd do. I would get up early and I'd go for a run in Stanley Park. I'd go back to the hotel room. I'd shower. Then I'd rent a bike and head back to Stanley Park and I would bike the whole circuit. Then I would go back to the hotel room and shower. Then I would head back to Stanley Park and hit the aquarium. Yeah, I love Stanley Park. It is great. What time of day is it now? I don't know. It's probably mid-afternoon. Let me make my way over to Granville Island and tourist it up. Then I'm going to make sure I'm over by English Bay and I'll watch the sunset. And if there's any energy left, I'll eat at the first place that I see. I think when I was there, I got Dairy Queen. Travel is back. Follow this show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your shows. Previous episodes include Cleveland, Philadelphia, Boston, Seattle, Iceland. I threw in an Iceland in there for you. Montreal, San Diego, Princeton, New Jersey, which is where I'm going kayaking. Travel is back wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoy my company, I host a daily comedy podcast called Daily Comedy News, where I tell you what's happening with your favorite comedians. You can also get that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, etc. 
Follow the show on Instagram at travelisbackpod. See you next week. On five daily trivia questions, each day we ask five questions on one subject. This week's topics are Chuck Norris, Apple, the women of comedy, Michael Caine, and St. Patrick's Day. Think you know the answers? Follow five daily trivia questions wherever you get your shows, and there's an entire back catalog you can surf to get your daily trivia fix. Five daily trivia questions in under five minutes. Five daily trivia questions. Each week on the new podcast, The Top 11, we pick a theme and give you the top 11. This week, it's the top 11 events of the Roman Empire. The Colosseum is a very impressive piece of architecture and engineering, but did it make the list? Find out which Roman Empire event is number one. Follow the top 11 wherever you get your podcasts.